0: So, how's 2016 been for you so far i hope you're having a really really good year i know we're only a few days in but hopefully you have started it with the best possible intentions first of all and also with a plan for getting what you want and if not i might be able to help you out with that but just bear with me for a few seconds i want you to picture uh, being on your horse and you're cantering around the bend and there's a fence in front of you and you just know you've got this fantastic rhythm flowing everything is just so nice you know that when you reach the fence you're going to allow your horse to jump just to the best of his ability his natural ability because you've done a lot of work improving that natural ability such a good feeling and that's what we are working on this week Hi there, my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to Daily Strides here from Strides for Success and to kick off 2016, I really want to invite you to pop over to 30day the number 30, and join us. We are kicking things off again. We are going to be having live calls. We're going to be doing lots of different fun things to get your butt in gear for 2016 because, well, quite frankly, I see so many of us as riders who spend all this time planning and scheduling and Just making our horses, sculpting them to be these perfect athletes, but the thing is, it's a team sport and we spend absolutely no time doing the same thing for ourselves. So I want to invite you to get off the couch and to come and join us in the next 30 days, turning yourself into the best version that you can be. So it's when you're on your horse and you're riding, you can control everything going on underneath you. So as I said, it's 30dayriderfitnesschallenge.com. So guys, I mentioned about jumping about this natural jumping ability that all horses possess. And yes, every horse can jump in some way, shape or form. Now, some of them maybe are not as gifted as others, and that's okay. And I think it's really important to accept that from the get-go. You know, when you're trying to improve your horse's jumping technique, you really can only work with what's there and what his natural talents are to begin with. And you can work on improving them and polishing them, if you like. Um, but if your horse is not a jumper (laughs) you can work till the cows come home and it's probably not going to change in fact I would then probably think that you're going to end up very frustrated and your horse is going to end up very very unhappy so it's really important to first of all keep that in mind a lot of people they have maybe their first horse and they just love him he is the most beautiful horse in the world super temperament He's almost like their best friend and then perhaps they begin to go through the grades and they begin to go higher and higher and well they reach kind of the ceiling of their horse's abilities and they end up it's like flogging what's that we won't say it that's a terrible saying but you know what it means it's a there's a donkey involved and you basically you're going over and over and over trying to break through this ceiling as I mentioned But because your horse is just not physically able to do that anymore or mentally able to do that, it ends up frustrating you both. And what maybe initially started out as a beautiful relationship can very, very quickly turn a little bit sour. So make sure that, first of all, you are working with your horse and you're working together to try and improve these abilities. Now, the second part there, what I just mentioned, I touched on, confidence is massive. And your horse may be the greatest jumper in the world. That may be his talent. But if you do not allow him to build his own confidence and to really, over and it takes time, it takes consistent working and almost trust um, that you are never going to send him to something that's going to cause him any problems or anything, that kind of that basic, belief in himself that he's able to get over the fence and to jump this and to clear this if you don't allow him the time to build that and to really cement that for that to become the foundation of everything else it doesn't matter how good his jumping ability is because he's never going to be able to reach that, the limits or the, the full potential of his ability due to the lack of confidence. So jumping not only is a physical, um I suppose, physical fitness and physical strength and physical ability, it's also a mental ability that your horse is going to have to cultivate and to, I suppose, learn to, Become strong, so you you have to kind of work and exercise that mental ability as well. So it's really, really important that you take it slowly. And the sad part is that often many riders they maybe find themselves with a genuine, truly talented horse on their hands, and it is so tempting. (laughs) To keep pushing on, uh, maybe faster than what your horse can go or to keep raising. Oh, we'll just go another hole. We'll go up another hole with the cups. um, And then in the end, it all comes crashing down, literally, because the horse's confidence is ruined. And that's where you see horses that perhaps had a natural, a, a very good uh, natural raw technique. And they begin to become very, I suppose, well, stunted in how they are are using themselves and they're actually not using themselves correctly at all in the end. Now, on that note, you can also spend time and take the time to build your horse's confidence. But if you're not allowing your horse to jump underneath you, okay, so if you're getting in the way and a big time this happens, I will talk about just now is that uh, riders kind of flinging themselves at the fence. But if you're not allowing him to actually use his body to the best of his ability, Well, it doesn't matter how well he can jump at all because you're going to all the time be hindering that natural, I suppose, jump that he has and that natural way that he uses and he moves his body. So it's really, really important that you have firstly an independent seat, but only that a balanced and a secure seat over the fence that you're balancing yourself. You're not relying or depending on your horse for balance or you're not relying and holding onto your horse to Stay on over every fence. You know, it's really, really important that you have this and that in doing so, you are just so like you're moving with, we're always talking about following when we're, we're riding horses and a lot of people think that's only to do with doing flat work, but it's not, you have to have that same approach when you're jumping, you have to, that you're not throwing yourself, <laughs> you're not leading your horse over the fence, okay, you are merely sitting there allowing him to jump and then you are following him on over. Now, what you'll often find with horses that perhaps started out um, very nice and they had this great jump and Everything was going well. And then they had a rider (laughs) ride them for a period of time that, uh, well, they were a little bit, um, I suppose, quick off the mark when they got to the fence of going into their jumping position. And what it ended up looking like was the rider kind of halfway through that last stride was already in the jumping position. You know, when your horse jumps, he has to, well, two things happen. First of all, he has to push off with his front legs. Okay. We often forget about that. We get so... Caught up in the hind end and the hind end being engaged and our hind quarters, our horse's hind quarters are doing all the work. And yes, they should be. But remember, before the hind quarters ever push off, the front end has to lift up and begin to actually jump the jump. Okay? And what I mean by that is that if you're busy lying on his shoulder so let's say you're in your jumping position just a fraction of a second too early. Okay? So he has not yet taken off. His front feet are technically still grounded. Okay? And then he has to then, remember, he's going to push up with his front feet to begin to actually jump the jump with his front feet. But if you've got all that extra weight there, first of all, you're going to unbalance him. And secondly, he's going to find it very hard to lift those legs of his and to use his to his shoulders, to really pull his knees up because that's essentially what we want. And then from there to tuck his feet up underneath. Um, He's going to struggle to do that with all that extra weight lying on his neck. So it's really, really important to think about that when you're jumping. And also to think about the fact that as he is coming to the fence, you are coming back and then just picture it that when he is taking off, you are then going to follow him out over the fence, not throw yourself at the fence and hope for the best, okay, so waiting is really important, and any horse with a natural ability, you'll find that if they, for any sort of prolonged period, have had a rider that tends to get a bit, uh, jumping position happy, um, they generally you find that they start chipping and that's it, where they put in that little half stride. It's horrible and it's really uncomfortable to ride it. And um, they put these little half strides in and then it's a whole training program and a reschooling program that you're going to have to go into to try and get your horse then to stop doing that, okay, to begin with. So really, really important, you wait for the fence. Now, lastly, when you are jumping, I think a lot of riders don't put enough focus and enough emphasis on the rhythm all the way through and the balance. Okay, so what I would suggest doing is setting yourself up some exercises where you can begin to work on that rhythm and to work on that balance. And whether you're using ground poles, which are fantastic, because you can really gauge how much in rhythm you're able to keep your horse and how I suppose balanced the actual canter is as you're going over the ground poles and as you're popping the fences they're they're very good and also they help to if your horse tends to maybe get a little bit ahead of himself and he's getting a little bit fast going in they will help to bring things back but using ground poles is a great way but also then using circles your your opening circle and your closing circle and we often think of that as just being when we're actually in the arena doing a round so we have our opening circle and then when we finish we kind of do a little closing circle and then out we go but I think when you're schooling your horse at home in the arena pay attention to actually setting every fence up correctly and as I say allowing then your horse to go over and really really important the other thing just to, I know I said that was the last thing, this really is the last thing to pay attention to is how your horse jumps different jumps. And what I mean by that is if your horse is going to use himself correctly and he, and you really want to develop his natural jumping techniques and you want to work on that, you know, you want a, a foundation to work from, it's really important that you understand what's going on as he jumps different types of jumps. And what I mean by different types of jumps is that your horse will not jump um, maybe a uh, upright made of planks the same way that he would jump a triple bar for example okay now I know there are two complete opposite ends of the spectrum but he's going to jump different types of fences and different shapes of fences differently and it's important that you understand this so as you can then begin riding for that first of all and secondly you can begin making adjustments so as Maybe perhaps you have to jump an oxer and as you jump in over the oxer, it's a related distance onto an upright or whatever, that you know that when he jumped the oxer in, he probably went and landed a little bit further out than what he would have normally landed if it was an upright or a vertical that you jumped in. So it's important to gauge all these things, take them into account, and then when you're schooling your horse and when you're working with your horse over fences, that you are really and truly suppose trying to do the very best you can with the type of jump you're jumping and um, to get the best result with your horse guys this week on daily strides we are talking all about jumping and techniques and we have actually got quite a few different exercises that we're going to go through day by day yes they are a little bit equipment heavy <laughs> you do need poles and uprights uh, oh, so i'm going to warn you before we go anywhere but they are for also for uh, most levels of riders and most levels of horses. You can kind of make them simpler or you can make them more difficult as you go. And we will be going day by day through them. And of course, we'll have little diagrams there to help sort you out when you're in the arena, getting it all sorted out. So if you are on the Monday lesson and you're waiting for the Tuesday lesson, we have got a bit of work to do, eh? Before we're going to carry on with this week's lessons tomorrow. So just just a word of warning. So as I mentioned at the beginning, I would love you to join us in the 30-Day Rider Fitness Challenge. As I said, you can pop over to 30-Day, the number 30, dayriderfitnesschallenge.com and you can sign up there if you've already signed up before and you want to rejoin us just go through your inbox i sent an email out there i sent it again on saturday but you can just click there and it'll automatically get resent to you as well um, love to have you on board and of course the facebook group is there we are all cheering each other on every day okay enough about that i need to go do my walk um, have a super super week i'll chat to you all soon be good Hi.